What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another week of Fabs's High Review. Ah, it's been a minute. Season two of Fabs's High Review uh, started off with a bang, and then it's a little bit of radio silence. And uh, I hadn't forgotten about you. Unfortunately, life just got in the way. So it wasn't as easy for me to record my weekly sessions with you guys. I think it would be doing a disservice to the podcast if I wasn't to say why I wasn't able to record my episodes. Sorry, my cat is all over the microphone. Could you just give me a minute? I'll be there soon. Thank you. Okay, she's walked away. Like I was saying, it would be doing a disservice to the podcast if I wasn't to say why I'd been away. So I wasn't able to do these because I was pregnant. That's right. I was with child. And it has not yet been medically proven that it is okay to mix babies and marijuana. So my <laughs> season two came to an abrupt halt uh, earlier in the summer. Obviously, I'm here today speaking to you and I have had a smoke. So that means that the pregnancy didn't go so well. Uh, unfortunately, it's not the first time this has happened for me and my husband. It's now the second. Can't say it gets much easier. I think I've not had a day in the past 10 weeks where I haven't been super nauseous and being exhausted and sleeping for about three hours in the middle of the day. That's right, you heard that correctly. I have been sleeping like a champ. But unfortunately, the scans weren't going so well. So each week I had to keep going back. And it turned out in the end that it wasn't to be. At the end of last week, I had the surgery to remove the pregnancy because there was no heartbeat. So here I am today, back eating deli meats, an unpasteurized cheese, smoking a joint, getting Botox. I would never want anyone to think that I'm making light of this. Um, it was, it's been a really difficult few weeks, um, but this is a light, enjoyable podcast. And while I wanted you guys to have a little bit of an idea what had been going on, I didn't want to, I don't want to get too down and heavy about it. So there have been some lighter, funnier moments in the whole journey. And I want to share those with you guys. First of all, I was completely put off by all forms of food preparation. So that I was fine if other people were making food, if we went to a restaurant or if my husband wanted to do it, but put me in front of a raw piece of chicken or a warm stove and I lasted about four seconds. We went from having really delicious dinners to having nightly egg mayonnaise sandwiches. That was a dish I was okay in cooking. Smoothies. We drank a lot of smoothies. Salads. I was okay with salads. I liked salads. My husband was super patient. And every time I served him an egg mayonnaise sandwich, he looked at me and he was like, this is the best egg mayonnaise sandwich I've ever had. So thanks for lying to me on an almost nightly basis. It did actually make me feel better inside. 
the day before I found out I was pregnant, my emotions were all over the place. We were driving through the mountains and we came across, oh, it still makes me sad, a family of raccoons. But unfortunately, they hadn't made it across the street. So there was mummy raccoon and three baby raccoons and they were all roadkill. Oh, and I saw that and I just burst into tears. And for about 10 minutes, I was crying about the family of raccoons that hadn't made it across the street. I was so sad that those raccoons, why those raccoons? Didn't anyone see them? Why did they hit the whole family? Eventually I stopped outwardly crying and I was just, you know, when like the tears are just running down your face because you're still really sad about something, but you're trying to like keep it together. My husband was just holding my hand being like, I know, I know it's sad. It's very sad. And the next day I found out I was pregnant. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's now I understand why I was so sad about the raccoons. I was obsessed with ice creams and milkshakes and anything cold or blended, loved that. One evening we went to Target and on the way home I said to my husband, I was like, I would like to get a chocolate fudge blizzard from Dairy Queen on the way home. He was like, all right, fabs. So we chat, keep chatting. And then before I know it, we're pulling into the driveway and I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. I wanted a Dairy Queen blizzard. And my husband was like, well, I need to go inside. I need to make this phone call. And I was like, And he was like, you just take the car and go back to Dairy Queen. Who knew that that sentence would start the shitstorm that it did? To a pregnant woman who really, really was counting on that blizzard and the chocolate chunks and the fudge and the cold ice cream, it was not okay for me to be sent on my own through the Dairy Queen drive-thru. So... So I got very upset and I said, on no grounds was I going to be that pregnant girl who was riding the Dairy Queen drive through solo at 9.45 at night to get my blizzard. Even though, by the way, I was only about seven weeks pregnant and you could barely see I was pregnant. But still, in my mind, I know I'm pregnant and I know I would have been that girl at the drive through Lots of lessons learned in the past few weeks. I think my husband knows me a bit better now. On Thursday, when I had my surgery, I elected for general anesthesia because um, I didn't want to be aware or conscious of anything that was going on. And after the surgery and after the post-op and I'd gone home and the drugs had worn off a bit, I was sitting there and I was like, oh my God. And my husband was like, what? And I was like, I just remembered something I said to the doctor. And he was like, what did you say? I was like, I was under the effects of medication. I wouldn't have normally asked him this. But as they wheeled me in to the operating room, my little high mind, I remembered a meme which I'd read earlier in the week. Now, the meme says, when bold people wash their faces, How high up do they go? And it obviously stuck with me because I have a memory of looking down my little hospital bed at the surgeon at the end of the bed and he was bald. So I proceeded to ask him, 
how far up he washed his face. And he looked at me confused and said, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you don't have a hairline. So how do you know when to stop? That is what I asked my doctor. For anyone interested, he said that he simply washed his face in the shower. So he did it all at the same time, all at the same time. Very smart, smart man. And uh, as he was giving that answer, he was literally injecting the general in so that I would go to sleep because obviously I was uh, a little bit distracting to the process. This, by the way, was after I told the nurse that she needed to clean up the operating room because it was cluttered. The nurses and doctors at this hospital must love me. They really must. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Obviously, it's a bit of an odd topic this week because it's touching on pretty serious things that have happened to me and my tiny little family. Um, But my husband and I always try and stay positive and trying to draw all of the good things out of this experience. And if that means laughing about me crying over a family of raccoons or insulting the gentleman who was about to perform my surgery, then so be it. One thing I would always advise is make sure you have a total fucking rock star husband who will continue to feed you grilled cheese sandwiches when you're having a bad day. All right, everyone, chat to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Like what you hear? Check back in each week to hear another episode of Fabs' High Review Podcast.